Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? How is it looking? Everything going well? Huh? All right. Um, this house is cursed because I am yet under the weather yet again. I don't know if it's the adjustment to the, uh, going back to the East Coast, or if this, again, this house is just bloody cursed. In any case, we will struggle through it. It's an off week this week. There's no interviews this week. We'll get this done quick, and we'll get you guys on your way to a bye weekend, and uh, just uh, nothing hanging out. But before we get there, Black Bears did have another home series on their docket, and that was the Northeast Generals. As the Northeast comes into town, the only time they're going to come into town is the only two matchups between these two teams in the regular season. So uh, we will see what the playoffs bring, but this is the only time that the Generals will come into town. And they started off pretty quick on Friday night uh, after a uh, penalty to Maryland, literally uh, two seconds after it expired. Uh, Generals get on the board first with Andrew Deladonna finding a loose puck in front and just throwing it in uh, over Colin Ronan uh, to make it one nothing early for his sixth goal of the year under four minutes into the game. But the Black Bears, they were pushing. They were aggressive uh not aggressive to a point. They had a couple of penalties, yeah, but not overly aggressive. Uh, they drew a couple of penalties, two in their own. But before uh, the power play started to get kicking, Riley Rue kicks one in for his eighth of the year. A nice little uh, loft shot at the side of the net. Pots at home uh, for his eighth. Jeremy Trombley's tenth assist, and then David Utkin, his fourth assist as well. Black Bears even it up. And Northeast, again, trying to get uh, get into things, and they would get into things a little much get called for it, and then the power play gets to work. Tyler Stern on the power play gets a nice little shot in the slot, pops it over Peter uh, Wickstrom's uh, shoulder for his fifth of the year. Sebastian Brockman gets his fourth assist. Matthew Croxel, who's back in the lineup after missing time with an injury, uh, he gets his eighth assist of the year. Black Bears up 2-1, to one, and that's the scoreline going into the second frame. But it wasn't the scoreline for long as uh, a little bit of defensive errors for the Black Bears would do them in. 14 seconds in, Van Campo. Uh, gets his 14th of the year, just a turnover in front, and uh, a good passing play, good forecheck by Northeast uh, through a screen, gets a pass, Ronan, it's 2-2. Two to two. But Black Bears would get the lead back, 6-47 into it, Ryder Neenhouse with a, uh, a nice little play as he was looking ahead to the top prospects tournament this week. He had a nice little pass from Trace Johnson, another guy who was going to the top prospects tournament. Nice pass across, Neenhouse taps it in for his sixth. Johnson's 15th assist. Luca Mel, hey, a third guy who's going to the top prospects, gets his 14th assist, and the Black Bears up 3-2. to two. Wasn't until late when Northeast gets one back. Once again, another another issue with a uh, little defensive mishaps there and trying to get the puck out uh, and ends up on the stick at the end of Joseph McGraw, who uh, pots it home for his uh, 16th on the year, redirect in front, and that ties the game up at 3. But less than a minute after that, Trace Johnson gets his 5th of the year. Streaking down the slot, David Ukin finds him a nice little pass into the slot, into the open net. That's Johnson's fifth of the year. Utkin's fifth assist. Black Bears up four to three going into the third period. In the third period, oh boy, that uh, that was not a fun period to get a hold of. As it started off with uh, Ryan Remick getting credited for his 20th of the year. Just a, a wild play in front of the net, a loose puck in front. Colin Ronan picked it up and looked to clear it, but it I think it ricocheted off the back of a, of a Black Bear's leg and then trickled in the net to tie the game up at four. And uh, after the next whistle after that play, Ronan would get the hook for Owen Leapak in this. I don't know if, uh, you know, one of those deals where you don't want things to get bad to worse and, and really strike a confidence of a goaltender, but at the same time, it's kind of a, a rough a rough spot to be in. 
overall. So Lee Pack took it out the rest of the way. And the Black Bears, again, trying to find some kind of offense, trying to find something past uh, Wickstrom, who played uh, played all right, but I think the Black Bears also passed up a fair amount of shots that they could have taken as well uh, in lieu of passing, and uh, that kind of did them in a little bit as well. But uh, Northeast would get the lead about halfway through Dan- uh, Frank Dancona, just, uh, again, right place at the right time, uh, a, a, a Failed clearing attempt that just lands right on a stick, and he just wires it over the shoulder of Lee Pack. Not much Lee Pack could do. That was a bang bang play, and uh, it is five to four for the uh, for the Northeast, and then an empty net goal by Sistine Jenner show um, his eighth of the year. That gives Northeast the six four lead and the six four win uh, in Friday night's game. Uh, Lee Pack made uh, seven saves on his eight shots. Ronan made five uh, fifteen saves on his nineteen shots. Overall, just a tough, tough one to to lose just because you had it in your grasp and then just some defensive turnovers and, and situations didn't didn't go your way. And uh, such is life. And a short, you know, short memory on this one because you got to go into Saturday. And Saturday, the Black Bears really get started off uh, in the hot spot in this one. They get things going early, putting pressure on uh, Toby Hopp, who got the start for Northeast this time. Uh, but Sam Stitz would get the uh, first goal of the game, 7:39, and a nice little redirect in front for his fourth of the year. Cal Houston on the initial shot gets his eighth assist. Dimitri Keeper, his 26th assist. Black Bears up one to nothing. It was a minute and change later. Dylan Gordon gets his fourth of the year, driving down the net on the power play. And this is after a sequence where Northeast thought they had tied the game up on a breakaway, but uh, Jenner, uh, Gregor Jenner show laid out Luke Janis, who was on the back check, and that got an interference call, so that turned the tables, and Dylan Gordon catches in, uh, drops down uh, to the uh, to the slot area, gets his fourth of the year from Ryder Neenhouse, uh, his 11th of the season, and then uh, Sebastian Brockman getting the secondary assist for his fifth of the season. Black Bears up two to nothing, which is where they would sit after one period of play. Was it all uh, sunshine and rainbows, though? At the end of that first period is uh, Luca Mel, Sebastian Brockman, Sistine Jenner show, and uh, Jacob Wilson all got penalties for roughing twos, twos and tens. So they were in the duration of the second period, just hanging out in the penalty box, uh, and they were uh, they were they were there to see uh, Magnus Gadowski get his fourth of the year. Another bang bang play, a great pla- pass starting off from Tyler Stern, passing across to Luke Rubin. Luke Rubin put a shot on a rebounds there. Gadowski picks up the loose. Garbage puts it home for his fourth of the year. Ruben's second assist. Tyler Stern's fourth assist. Black Bears up three to nothing. Lee Pack was solid in net. Uh, he was able to uh, stop pretty much uh, everything thrown at him. The defense got cleared the pass for him. Was able to make 18 saves through two periods of play. The only one hiccup he had um, was uh, the Jake Gutworth goal. And that just a misplay of the puck. Gutworth was there. And uh, wraps it around the net for his sixth of the year, 217 into the third period. But from that point on, Lee Pack was solid. He was dialed in, got everything done. And then they get a little insurance goal with three minutes left. Ryder Neenhouse, his seventh of the year. Another power play goal. Just a one-timer off a nice little pass from Jeremy Tremblay. Uh, puts it home. Neenhouse is seventh. Uh, Jeremy Tremblay's 11th. Dylan Gordon getting a secondary assist for his sixth assist of the year. And that's how it ended as the Black Bears come out of this one with a uh, split against Northeast Lee Pack, 26 saves in this one. Another solid showing for the young goaltender. So the Black Bears going into the bye week, they are still in first place, and they're up ahead clear of six points. So that means even after this weekend, they will be up in first place. They are up uh, six points on Maine. They're up 14 points on Rochester. 
uh, who they will go visit in two weeks' time. And uh, Johnstown in fourth place. They are up 15 points on them. And while we mentioned Magnus Godowski getting uh, the goal, his, the third goal on Saturday, it was his last goal as a Black Bears. It was uh, announced on Wednesday that he had been traded to the Amarillo Wranglers for a 2025 draft pick. Um, kind of equity that they're trying to build for the Black Bears uh, in terms of the, the future. Uh, Godowski is a player who is aging out, probably get more time in Amarillo uh, to uh, to play out there. So just a guy who is a workhorse for this team, just a heart and soul kind of player, uh, a player's player, as it were. Uh, just a guy who knew knew what he needed to do, put his head down, went to it. So he, uh, he will be definitely missed uh, for sure in terms of energy and, uh, and personality. So we will see uh, what we can do. We will follow, follow his uh, tracks in the alumni side of things. But uh, all the best to him moving forward uh, for Magnus Godowski. And the Black Bears did have representation at the top prospect tournament, like we mentioned. Uh, Ryder Neenhouse, Luke Amell, Jesse Horacek, Matthew Croxel, who was on the select team, and Trace Johnson, as long as Clint Millimock, uh, along with Clint Millimock as coach for Team East. Uh, I don't think any of them registered points. Uh, I don't I don't see it here on the score sheet unless they change that later on. But at the same time, uh, good of them to get some kind of exposure out there uh, to play against you know the best of the best in the league. Very few opportunities you get to play other divisions in this league. Uh, it's at the Showcase, and it's at the Robbie Cup, and then this. So... It was nice of them to get that, and uh, we will see if that comes, if anything comes of it for sure. Uh, for that, if that means a little commitments here and there, um, but we will have to wait and find out. But it was good to see them. Photos should be up soon. I think day one's photos are up on the Faceoff Hockey Show Facebook page. Johnny P was out there along with uh, uh, Jim uh, from Art of the Picture, and uh, they, cal- they they got everything. They chronicled everything, so those should be online and, and leaking slowly. So. Uh, Call a plumber because the slow leak is going to make everything. I don't know what I'm going with this. I'm, I'm high on cold meds right now. So uh, it's crazy. But uh, some a couple more alumni uh, news. Magnus Gadowski, part of the alumni now. And uh, a, a big alumni situation uh, for the Black Bears this weekend as uh, Christian Catalano had a great strip and score uh, for RIT in their victory this weekend. Just against the uh, side wall, able to just take it away from the defender you know, just do this little shimmy shake that we all know and love uh, from him and then puts it top shelf over the goalie for uh, for a nice goal for RIT. And for Catalano, it's his third goal of the year. He's got three goals, three assists, six points in 24 games with RIT. Brad McNeil also had himself a, a weekend, the former Capitan, the uh, most recent former captain. He also netted his third of the year on Friday uh, in a victory over Brown. As uh, that is his third of the third of the year, three goals, four assists, for seven total points for the Black Bears, former captain. Um, so yeah, it's a good time. And then there's some other stuff about uh, Luke Van Wy, who we mentioned a few weeks back. His first goal, Gunnar Van Dam situation, where he scored the only goal in a big upset over Wisconsin for Anchorage. Um, but yeah, the uh, the alumni doing well in D1 is something you love to see, and something that the Black Bears proudly proudly display out there for all the players uh for all the guys out there knowing like hey is there a place to go is maryland a good place to go in terms of moving forward yes it is absolutely is plenty plenty of alumni going to d1 schools well before i lose any more of my voice uh we're gonna leave thank you all very much thank you for struggling with me uh in all this hopefully we'll, we'll get some cough meds and away we go on a great adventure and get better for next week 
and then next week back in action for the Maryland Black Bears. We'll talk all about that. Then it'll be a shorter podcast, I'm sure. Uh, Maybe get some interviews. Who's to say? We'll see how it all pans out. But in any case, that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, Defending Den MBB on Twitter. That's the place to go for all the uh, news, highlights, updates, whatever kind of stuff is on there. Uh, And then, yeah, clutchandcrabhockey.com where other stuff is there as well. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, unlike me. And uh, we'll talk to you next time through. Peace.